you know, single schools go and meet another single boys' school and like they do like a party and you yeah, guys get to yeah. do that. Tell me about that because I never experienced it. I yeah. never went to a single school. Oh, oh my god. It there was there was always a difference when there was, you know, when when the boys had arrived in school, like the school would get so disorganized. Kids are making like noise. There is such a, there is such excitement. You could tell that the boys in school. There's always a difference between excitement for boys and excitement for kadanke. There was a difference. So, <laughs> so whenever boys were in school, uh, people would always want to dress. You know, dress. You know, wear those short. Uh, go for short trappers or short yeah. skirts. And then you want to you want to keep moving up and down so the boys get to see. So you can impress <laughs> they get to the see you. Yeah, you pay for functions worth thirty thousand for just a day, just you know to go and you know be with the boys, and then wait for mail the next time. For example, if if you get one and then you you know you, you make some relations, you get to talk. People are always expecting you to receive mail the next day or the next mm-hmm. week. So if you do not get, it definitely shows you've been dumped. Mujewale, mujewale, mujewale. My name is Barney Kibuka and welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Ball Talk Show. Hey, what's up? I'm wow. okay. I disappeared for some time. <laughs> Why did you disappear? I had an internship going on and I, I didn't have time to record, number one. Second, mm-hmm. uh, I thought I would check my account to see what I normally post. Yeah. And so to say, if I had to post for some time, <laughs> I had to post for some time. Yeah. I'd wait till, till later. it's done. Yeah. How is school? Oh, you, yeah, you did say you're in school, right? Yeah, I mean, my last semester. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have just started, so I can't really tell. We're from holiday. So okay. All right, I uh, before really, I... I can't really tell. Before I ask you a lot of questions, I want you to tell our listeners uh, your name because I, I can't pronounce your last, your first name or like whatever <laughs> people call first last name. Okay. The two names, the, the ones that I use on my socials, I use Victoria Nahom Pagase. Nahom Pagase. Uh-huh. You don't pronounce the T. Okay, the T is silent. Yeah, T is silent. But that's that's like my family name, but it's not my it's not on my official documents. I just use it okay. as, a, as a for people to stop asking me questions. My official names are Victoria Sophie Birunji. Victoria Sophie Birunji. I mean, so, people to stop asking you questions. Now I'm going to ask you questions. <laughs> <laughs> there is a story I'm saying people asking me so many questions. It's because of the name Birunji, yes? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because it belongs to the western culture the maganda use it as well mm-hmm. so so it, it it's like when you tell someone okay you're Birundi, they want to get to know more about where you come from okay? right and it gets there some always have always have 
to answer that, those questions. Where do you come from? Why you called the Wendy? Why didn't your names, why didn't your parents call you this and that? So <laughs> that's that's why I'm gonna ask I you think. on a podcast. So because our listeners <laughs> might have the same questions like why no did you then why did you choose Birunji and now go with the other yeah. name? How did that come up? Um the name my my dad is from Rwanda. Okay. Okay, his origin is from Rwanda, though he was born, though he was born here in Uganda. So that's his name. So I decided to take it on. Which yeah. I thought some would get to know the origin just by the pronunciation or by the look at the name. Mm-hmm. That is why I had to take on that name. So that's okay. the last questions. <laughs> so the the obviously I told you in the beginning I can't pronounce that name. Um but now I know. So if you say the T is yeah. silent, why don't you just take out the T? Like, why do you even write it? <laughs> it's the way it is. <laughs> like, like there is this Rwandese actress is called Andy Bumunu, but there is T. It's just the way, it's just the way the pronunciation is. They do not pronounce I, the T. And T, they don't pronounce the T. I thought that thing is only like in America where they write things and then they say, oh, this is silent. Like, like there's something yeah. called the Bloni. Bloni, when yeah. I say it, it's you can spell it a different way, but there's a G in it. But like, it's it's kind of like Blogana. So if you read it with a G, you kind of say like Blogana, but like it's Bloni, but there's a G and like, that's confusing. So that's the same way I said, like, you should just take out the T and yeah. just say N-A. <laughs> British don't also put the tea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they skip the tea. <laughs> All right, Victoria. Um, I'm so happy to have you on my podcast. I've wanted to have you on the podcast for a long time. Um, some of the things like I like to to inspire a lot of people, and I I feel happy when I see people doing the same thing I do, like doing podcasts. Um no matter what level you're on when you're just studying or you have like 10 listeners or you have a million listeners when i see somebody doing a podcast i just get happy and encouraged because we're all trying to do the same thing so i'm i'm happy that you do have a podcast and today we're going to talk about that but also we're going to talk about your life and i want our listeners to just kind of know the roadmap and recently on my podcast i've started not writing interview questions because i want the interview to feel natural because every time i write questions i'm kind of focused on my questions or sometimes i miss what the listeners talk about and like somebody someone will be talking and then i'm just thinking what's the next question what's the next question which i don't want like i want it to be just natural and flow and just get the questions from what you talk about so that's what we're going to do today but just a little bit to tell you, we're going to talk about podcasting and how you find it, your, your podcast. And I want my listeners to know you and your podcast and so they can support you. And like I said in the beginning, when I started my podcast, it was like my motto of the podcast was uh, we rise by lifting each other. So, but yeah, now we got we got the part of your name and you give us a little bit of your background. You told no, not your yeah. background. You give us a little bit of your dad's background, where he's from. <laughs> so I want your yeah. background. Like if you say your dad is from he grew up in Uganda. So how is your background yeah. like growing up? Just walk us through that. 
Okay. My starting with my parents. My mom, my mom is a Uganda. My dad is a mixture of a Murundi and a Munyaranda, but they're both based here in Uganda. Okay. And then I I was raised, oh, oh yeah, I was raised from Masaka. Um, oh, Masaka, So I've grown up from Masaka. I speak Luganda because uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, that's good. So I speak Luganda. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just trying to learn with other languages, but the language I'm not sure with is Luganda because I grew I grew up from Masaka and you know. I think my parents had to adopt to the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Have so, you visited Rwanda uh, at all? Yeah, I have. I have. Okay. But that was once. I okay. did. Yeah. Yeah, so um, naturally, I'm a Muganda. <laughs> okay. Naturally, I'm a Muganda. Uh, that I don't have the clans and everything, but I know a lot of stuff about the Buganda culture. Oh, so we'll tumble among Buganda. Buganda, I can try. Amanya Gangenze Virunji, Victoria, and Dimwalawa Pagazi, Avela Masaka. Okay, okay. I was just giving you a test. I don't know how I've forgotten, but okay. I was just testing you, but yeah, that's fine. I'll give you a pass on that. Yeah, I get the pass. (laughs) Yeah, so I have I have uh, three siblings. I'm the firstborn. So it's a lot of baggage on me right yeah. now. A lot of pressure as well. So, but yeah, basically that's it. Um, I am at Uganda Matters University. I'm doing a course okay. in education, and I'm in my final year. It all goes well. I should be graduating in November. Okay. So I'm on that road right now. All right, I'm going to take you back to the statement you just made. Um, you're the firstborn, and it's a lot of pressure. What is it like to be the firstborn? Like, why do you even say it's a lot of pressure? It's, it's a lot of pressure because you really have to set an example for your younger siblings. Yeah. And uh, you have to really think, you have to really rethink, or, I mean, get to decide or think about things that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to, sometimes you want to, you know, do something for yourself and then you have to like think of the consequences. But at times I let myself go and, and you know, just be me because you really can't be a perfect example. Right. And you're just human. Like I say, it's the pressure is still there because, you know, your parents have to tell so your younger siblings, you have to be like so and so, you have to be like Vicky, she did this and this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it makes you want to do more, you know. Not yeah. to look like as Australia and stuff. So you, you try, you just try. All I can say is I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying, but it's not easy. How old are your younger siblings? Oh, there is one who is 17, and there mm-hmm. is one who is 15. Another one is another one is is 11, 12, making 12. All right. Um, are they boys, so girls? <laughs> yeah, the second born is a boy. 
the third one is a girl the last one is a girl as well okay yeah the so pressure is real I, they're I, all I, like um at least they're all gonna be teenagers <laughs> at some point um but yeah, I definitely understand. I can. I. I don't. I won't say I can relate because I'm. I'm the second born. We're only two boys, um, and so our age difference wasn't that bad. Me and my brother just two years apart, and so I mean I looked yeah. up to him, but we're kind of like, at some point we were like, like twins, you know, both of us like impact each other in different ways. So you mentioned you and you gonna matters university. Um, yeah. but before you went to university, uh, walk us through your education, primary and high, high school. Primary, primary, I was in Uganda, which has primary school, it is in Masaka. I was there for my seven years and nursery too. Um, yeah, th that was a good experience. <laughs> that was a good experience. Why do you say so? I, really I, I got, I got a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of experiences i can't really forget like mm -hmm. having to walk barefoot to class <laughs> when they're still in your slippers having to keep having to keep uh katogo in papers for for tomorrow's breakfast mm -hmm. <laughs> and i the to for supper <laughs> uh which other one is really basic oh that the stories about the ghosts of Kalabanda. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, saying that the, the school was built on graves, mm -hmm. it was a lot. I feel, I feel I like every really... school was like that, though. Like, even at my school, we say those stories. Like, our school was built. Like, yeah. kids were saying, like, our school was built yeah. on a graveyard. I can't really finish the stories in my primary do you think that experience has helped you how has that helped you today like when you look back and see you used to walk to, at, to school with barefoot like because somebody stole your slippers yeah. uh what are those things how have those things taught you uh or shaped you today i think it has made me more tolerant with with uh with um some some you know some bad experiences sometimes when i'm going through something like something very bad i tend to compare myself to something way worse i had to go through so it kind of consoles me then it it makes me a little bit more patient i learned how to be more patient because <laughs> because definitely boarding school definitely has to get, had to get you had to get to your nerves there yeah. was a lot of stuff you had to deal with you don't have to call home you can't call home <laughs> you have to sort out your issues on your own and wait till vd and vd mm -hmm. will be like once or twice in a time it also taught me how to deal with my things you know by myself not having to always depend on parents <laughs> yeah yeah so now you go to high school uh, where did you go to high school? Uganda matters. I went to no Trinity College, Because <laughs> because <laughs> primary you went to Uganda matters university. You went to Uganda matters. <laughs> so I I was assuming high school you went to Uganda matters of or whatever. Uh -huh. I did. I went to Trinity College, Navingo. It's an it's on uh, Masaka Kampala Road around yeah close to Nsanji. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I also spent the six solid years. So you just went to two and, schools? Uh, yeah, two schools. 
Mm. I wasn't a stubborn kid. Okay. <laughs> okay, I was stubborn. Not that stubborn. I, mm. I, I made sure I maintained the same school. The same okay. school. So I was there for seven years. And it was also, it was also, um, yeah, it was also a good experience. It being what a is... single school. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are the experiences you got school. you got in Trinity College? Uh, which ones can I name very quickly? The first time I got there, I didn't have very good English. I couldn't speak very good English. My English was that of Masaka. Masaka English. It wasn't mm-hmm. that good. I get yeah. to sit with kids from Kampala parents, city parents, uh, kids from international schools, some kids from you know Kampala schools. And they were speaking very good English. It took me a while to blend in. <laughs> okay. It took me a while to blend in because of that fear, not having, you know, you feel like you're not on the same level with the kids. So senior one was a roller coaster. It was, it was a roller coaster. Anyway, I finally blended in. But also the change, the change of environment, you know, because with Nabingo, it was more of self-drive and Back then in my school, they had to like push us, do this, do this, do that. They used to cane us like very, very, very hard. And then here it was more of like, you know, you have to wake up, you have to wake yourself up, you have to do this and this. Be in class by this time, no one is going to push you. It took me a while. Yeah, to adjust <laughs> to that. Yeah. And then also, I think the growth, the, the adolescence, I was into getting into my teenagers. So a lot of a lot of changes, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a it was a great deal. It was my biggest time of change. Since it was a single school, uh, did you guys have the you know single schools go and meet another single boys school and like they do like a party and you yeah, guys get to yeah. do that? Tell me about that, because I never experienced it. I yeah. never went to a single school. Oh, oh my God. It, there, was, there was always a difference when there was, you know, when, when the boys had arrived in school. Like, you would get, you would get to know that the boys are now in school. Way, the school would get so disorganized. Kids are making, like, noise. There is such, a, there is such excitement. You could tell that there are boys in school. There's always a difference between excitement for boys an excitement for Kadanke. There was a difference. So, <laughs> so whenever boys were in school, uh, people would always want to dress, you know, dress, you know, wear those short, uh, go for short trappers or short yeah. skirts. And then you want to you want to keep moving up and down so the boys get to see. <laughs> so you can impress the boys. They get to see you. Yeah, you pay for functions worth 30000 for just a day, just, you know, to go and you know, be with the boys. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. And then and then wait for mail the next time. For example, if, if you get one and then you you know you, you make some relations, you get to talk, people are always expecting you to receive mail the next day or the next mm-hmm. week. So if you do not get it definitely shows you've been dumped. <laughs> it was a lot, it was a lot of saga. People fighting for boys, as much as it was a single school, that drama was also there. Yeah. So definitely did you guys did you there. guys know some of these but, boys yeah, before they I came to the school? Yeah, some people had friends within. 
Temple had Temple had friends within um those different schools. Some of us were church girls. I was a church girl. Okay. <laughs> I was a church girl. Uh, I should say mostly my O level was dull. I didn't go for fun, so I was more of an observer. <laughs> okay. I was more of an observer. But um, yeah, people had friends within those schools, and then those who didn't have would, would you know make would socialize. My most active part was in um, was in HSC. That is when I had the most active part of high school. That's when I, you stopped being a church girl. <laughs> I was I was balancing both. Okay. <laughs> I was balancing. <laughs> I learned how to balance both. Okay. Um, so, do, when we were growing up. In, in Uganda, we, we looked at those schools as like one of the big schools, Mango, Trinity College, Nabingo, Wooddo. Like we knew the kids who go there are super smart. Like how were you able to get come from Masaka to go into uh, Nabingo? Um, not to brag, but I think generally schools, primary schools from Masaka had very good performers. Like really? so Uganda matters, Leo's bread, yeah. Those schools, like I think we had to go through a lot, so we mm -hmm. definitely had to produce them. <laughs> we had to produce them out. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, I got eight, I didn't get to the passing, the, those passing aggregates they normally based on, like from mm -hmm. four to six. So I got, but of course, I had to go for the benching and you know, waking up early, you know, with your parents, and then go sit there and then wait till you meet the head teacher several yeah. times until we let you in and also the other trap was you must have put it as a first choice so okay. it was also an alternate that i wanted to go there and i gave it a first choice so i was finally considered okay yeah but basically that was it it's the match that take you there but you know that that kamani doesn't miss i know <laughs> I was going to say, They're maybe some people paid some money. Yeah, like some government, like some, you know, some kids that, you know, uh, are the kids of MPs and whatever, they mm -hmm. will find a way of getting in there in some way, you know, you pay some ransom. Yeah, but but see, I mean, you said your your, your grades were not, but were good, you know, those are some good grades, so yeah. you're and, and putting it as a first choice, so that's, that's something good. I know most of my American listeners are not gonna be able to understand what the heck we're talking about, but uh, <laughs> we're just talking about like school and how, because the system in Uganda, the way it works, um, you have to apply to the schools you want to go to. I mean, I think it's the same thing in America, but like ours, you go into grades and what school takes which people. I think in America, it's mostly the universities so like there's some big, big universities where they will only take people who got these, this GPA or this. So yeah. that's, that's what we're talking about. If anybody is listening and they feel lost on what the heck is going on. But anyway, so now you move from Nabingo, like you, you when did you decide I want to do education and you want to go to Uganda Matters University? uh that journey was quite long having <laughs> to get to a, a, a decision like that about the university it was definitely that my dad wanted me to go to Mkozi okay. he's a he's a Catholic man so def definitely 
we didn't have to think, he didn't, like, you don't have to think about it, it's just going to be that. And and then most parents think that Makere is not a serious university. So, <laughs> so the other side that would be imposing. About the course, the course, um, I can't say education was my first choice. It's not the first thing I thought of doing. It has been a roller coaster of dreams and 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 changing to another dream to another dream. So when I started thinking I would be a doctor just like everyone else, <laughs> everyone's dream of being a doctor. Yeah. And then switched, I switched to account uh, accounting. My uncle is an accountant mm -hmm. and kind of you know gave me that journey of you know heading there and who was willing to give me the support. So it kind of drove me to there, but um, I did I, better. I did Mia, so it would still drive me to accounting. What is Mia for the listeners who don't know what Mia is? It's math, economics, arts. I did math, okay. economics, arts at but my points didn't really get me there. Like uh, I wouldn't get to do accounting. So the other choices were there was industrial arts, and then there was information and technology, and then there was education. And I had to sit down and think <laughs> about all these decisions. Mm -hmm. Industrial art, industrial art, yes, I had the passion for art, but the question was, what was, what was I going to do when I get out of campus? Because definitely you need to get the connection. You need to have the connections you know, to do yeah. industrial art. So I had to, I had to think about it. Either have connections or you're going to start your own business. And and I didn't really think or didn't really feel like having to, you know, having to go through university with all that money and then asking for capital at the same time again to start a business. So that was all. Then information and technology, I definitely wish I had gone for that. I was going to say that's that's why that's why you 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 were having a hard time with technology because if you had gone for information and technology, you wouldn't have had a hard time starting the Zoom call. Yeah, so I wish I had definitely gone for that, but I had less knowledge about it, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, so I didn't choose it. And then there was education, and education as a teacher when you get out. There is at least a, there will be a job, uh, a low-paying job maybe, but there will be a job. You definitely mm. have somewhere to start from. Yeah. And and I I enjoy sharing knowledge and and you know getting to learn from people. So I so I thought maybe you know what this won't be really hard and doing it. So I went for it. I went okay. for education. That is how I ended up in education. <clears throat> So do you now that you've you've gone, you're almost graduating, do you think it's something you like or do you regret it? Uh the journey has been has been hard. It has been definitely yeah. hard. The first time I got in, uh I definitely thought it's going to be something very easy. I thought education, all all we had to do was restudy what we studied in in high school. Like I'm going to teach high school, so I'm going to learn high school. <laughs> High school thing, yeah. and then I get to 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 the lectures, and then because I'm I'm doing the combinations I'm doing I'm doing teaching subjects in economics and ICT. But when we reached when we when we reached you know to, to start you know learning, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing myself having to go in the BAM class, learning mm -hmm. that that you know that extra economics.
economics. And then I'm also in the computer science class learning the extra computer. At, at one point I asked these guys, are we really in the right class? Because mm -hmm. these things look so hard being <laughs> education. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I was definitely, I, I sat down and asked myself, did I really want to, like, do I really want to do this education thing? Mm -hmm. And also the courses were so many. The courses of education are really so, so, the course in history, there are so many. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, if I really want to go on with this, <laughs> I just have to, you know, look for the passion. Definitely the, the start wasn't easy as well. I kind of got mixed feelings. Like I said, I would have known more about in uh, IT. And then I realized, you know, maybe I would have done IT because uh, more of the passion is that I was willing to you know, get to know the knowledge about IT. But my thought was the job opportunities were less. Like yeah. if I do IT, I'm going to just be secretary or like like I said, there was limited information I had about mm. it. I, I never thought though, though I never thought uh, IT had those big jobs, you know? Yeah. So I get there and then I realized this thing really has a big deal, but I'm now in education. <laughs> the whole thing process is, is, is a lot of work. That's why I feel like uh, schools, high schools need to do a good job at doing the career training, like for somebody to come and explain yeah. to the kids, like, hey, this is what is this and this, because now you get stranded at the point, like there, you just say, you thought IT, you will only be a secretary or something, but then later on, you realize like you could get a good job with IT. So if they had somebody for a career training to come to the school and talk to the kids about the possibilities of things they can do, you know, like you will make uh, life easier. So, um, so now you, you ended up being a, a teacher and you hope you're going to teach high school, right? yeah have you tried like have you done any internships of like train uh going to the school and teach have you done any teachings yet yeah yeah i have done one i was i was doing i was doing one in march it was it was for six weeks and it was a very good experience it was a very okay. good experience for me um all i can say is uh what i really focused on when I was in for that internship, I tried so much to give the students what I wasn't able to get when I was when I was studying. Mm -hmm. Like I tried so much to you know look for something new, something something that I really wanted to you know get from my teachers back then, and I tried to give it to the students. I really hoped, I really, I really, um, I really hope that I, I did, I did that because yeah. that's what I was. Uh, one during the internship i don't think i got enough for my for my high school yeah. i feel like teachers in our days i don't know what year you graduated i might have graduated a long time ago before you because i graduated 2012 in high school so but like when i was going in high school i feel like the teachers were more of they wanted to create authority like threat between the students and them so we can respect them instead of creating a relationship with yeah. the students so then we can feel more close to them and that way it makes learning easier but at that time yeah. the teachers were more like 
they wanted us to be scared of them, which I don't think in my own reason, like it, it helped a lot. I wish teachers were more like trying to build a relationship with the students and that helps our learning better. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's I think it's a very good thing that teachers get to interact with their students. I also had the same challenge. Um, I didn't really have that that relationship with my teachers, maybe like a few, one or two or three, but most of them I didn't really get to have to interact with them, like sit down and and freely tell them that this is this is the reason why I'm not doing this and that. Well, they they had they put that that freedom, you know, to get to interact with them, get to go to them for a consultation. But the environment, they didn't create that environment that would make us, you know, feel comfortable, you know, getting to them. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, in a way, they didn't seem approachable. Yeah? They, they put those boundaries. Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely right. And I think that will improve actually the kids' learning or the students' learning. Now, the other part, like I remember in high school, uh, younger teachers got bullied a lot. How are you ready to deal with the high yeah. school kids on that part? Especially, what, what high school are you teaching? Senior uh, one or senior, what class? I was teaching senior one and senior five. That's, oh, senior, senior, senior five. Oh, that's, that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm teaching a mixed school this time around. I'm from a single school having to teach a mixed school. The experience is totally different. <laughs> All I can say is the first time I got there, I was shaking, definitely shaking. Um, I'm not used to students, I'm not used to teaching, being the teacher. I'm not used, I'm not used to being the center of attention, definitely as a new teacher, new student teacher, you're the center of attention. The moment we got in, kids, kids in classes were peeping to see who is passing by. <laughs> My walking style changed. <laughs> I was struggling. My legs were shaking. Like, you know, check yourself to see what's wrong with you. It was, <laughs> it was hard. The first day was really hard. And uh, generally, the experience was, yeah, some kids were... Especially the boys. The boys yeah. did me a lot. <laughs> they did me a lot. You know, we are from COVID. These are COVID kids. They are grown up kids. They're yeah. grown up kids. In senior five, I had my classmates. I, I, sorry, in senior five, I had my age mates. You know, someone tells you, I'm 22, and you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, so you're like, well, I'm teaching my age mates. Yeah. And yeah, more of like trying to trying to like some students try to fight with me. And then you have to, you know, be uh, be polite for example, you need to put the boundaries as well. And then at the same time you want to appear approachable. So it <laughs> it yeah. was a very complicated experience, but good at the same time, I should say. Um it, it gave me a lot to learn more than what we do at, at the university. I got I got the bit of the medicine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's always good when you go yeah. and do some hands-on or like some go in the field, go out in the field to just kind of try to do it. Um, so yeah, we've talked a lot about your education and actually your education and you being in education now. Um, but the last part of this podcast, I wanted to talk about your podcast. So 
how did you get an idea to to start a podcast and what's the name of your podcast um the idea of starting a podcast uh first of all it wasn't in my mind to start one the journey was like this i was supposed to begin a youtube channel but while starting a youtube channel i didn't have the good equipment to start the youtube channel the camera quality was so bad everything was not working out I, i didn't do a lot of the editing so i gave up on the youtube channel because you didn't do it and then after a while i did i did <laughs> i did but the equipment it required a lot of stuff to do i mean i'm editing the videos uh having you know the ring lights and everything. i had no idea it's all i saw was people are doing youtube i'm also going to do youtube <laughs> with that little knowledge so i got off and then i'm like i've really given up on, on the content creation and then some friend of mine advised me to you know start a podcast it's like you know there is this thing i normally see it's like a radio but people are recording themselves and maybe you could do that you don't really have to show your face and 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 you know and have to use a lot of equipment so i'm like but what is that do i have to go to like an fm like an fm station and and request to record my sessions and it tells me no it's 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 like an app it's like youtube but audio youtube so i'm like oh okay so my journey began like that and who was te- who was telling you that is 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 called is called no but okay. he had like more information no about mm-hmm. yeah about about you know the apps so i tried it out and uh, i liked it because i was more comfortable off camera <laughs> i am camera okay. shy i was more comfortable off camera i could present i could talk about anything i wanted <laughs> because i was more free that i could express myself no one is watching this so i can say yeah but um, that's that's how basically it started My podcast is called In My Feelings Podcast. The reason behind the name, I can't really tell you because <laughs> I chose that because it could give me the 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 vibe. The 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 choice to, yeah, the vibe also the choice to just post anything. I just post okay. anything. I don't have specific topics about I just post anything I feel like. And oh, since I was going to be a teacher, I needed that I needed to you know have that experience of having to talk and talk and talk and get used. So yeah. I think definitely that was the inspiration behind it. Yeah, sharing my nonsense and for people having to listen to it. <laughs> people to listen to it and like it. It is nice that you you chose to uh, I I say kudos to people who step out and want to do like a podcast or something it's it's not easy it it takes time you know but even find things to talk about but i'm glad that yeah, you I... you took that journey and like to do that so you told me i think a while back how you ended up finding me so like i want my listeners to know how how did i end up knowing you on fi- you finding me okay this was it I woke up one morning and I'm like, 
there definitely has to be some other podcasters. I can't be the only person being a podcast in Uganda or a Ugandan podcaster. So I get my phone in the morning. Uh, I type in, you know, podcasts in Uganda. And then it displayed. And the first person, and the first, and the first person it displayed was you, it was the Ugandan boy talk show. The Ugandan boy talk show. So I'm like, by the time this guy is coming fast, out of all this podcast, I have to look for this guy. <laughs> I have to look for this guy. So I tap in the Ugandan boy talk show. It took me to the Google Podcast. I read you from the Google Podcast. And then I listened. I was should I say binge listening? <laughs> binge listening, like three episodes. <laughs> Just to hear what, like, what the, the content that you do have. So I binge listened to like three episodes. And I liked it. And I liked the fact that it was more of African. African, you stayed. The composition was more of African. You're talking about Uganda. You're free speaking Uganda. And I'm like, okay. And then, yeah, that's when I followed you. And if I get to know someone, I'm going to go to Instagram, still look for you, still follow you, so that I can you know, get, get more information. Secret stalking, I should say. But it was for a good purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it was so I like I, when I host people on the say internet is the, actually this is the guy the Valas podcast I hosted him he's also from Uganda and he said internet is the best thing that has happened to our generation because like here we are I'm having you on my podcast but like two years ago you didn't even know who Bonnie was like is there even a Bonnie in the whole world like I didn't know who Victoria was but like through the internet we connected and now I, I I was on your podcast a while back and now you're on the podcast here talking about yourself and your dreams and this is the whole purpose why I do these podcasts like I don't really care if I host celebrities or not celebrities what I care about is somebody to share a story for someone else to listen like if people tap in today and listen to you talk about your journey from Masaka like a kid from Masaka who is like well who wants to be a teacher um it'll be like will i even ever make it but then listening to your story like you came from masaka sometimes you'd go to class without shoes but now here you're following the dreams um and you you got somewhere you know like you went to trinity college you know those i don't know if it's still today but those schools like when you hear somebody went to trinity college you can even strip the floor for them till they can pass because they're <laughs> those are days i'm from mango and like they all have like fancy i'm from trinity college wood you know we're scared of you guys <laughs> that is definitely still there uh should i what should i call it uh what what should i call it okay there is a way they put those you know they 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 try to displace at schools they used to call them the great eight the great mm-hmm. eight schools, I think. Mm-hmm. the likes of smart what okay. all, all i can say that that is still there but basically what i can appreciate about having to go to one of those schools is is what I got to learn from, from such a school, the etiquette and everything. My English got better. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. And I actually it, it, it was a good experience. I, I definitely I definitely learned a lot. More okay. more than more of outside class experience. Yeah. It was it was a good one. All right, Vicky. I think we're 
or at the end of the podcast, I really want to appreciate you for your time and for just being here and talking to me about your life and your dreams and your podcast. Um, I'll ask you two questions. What gets you excited about life? What gets me excited about life is uh, waking up and just being better than yesterday and, mm -hmm. and um, having achieved some of the things that I never thought I could achieve. And, you know, basically that the achievements and being better than yesterday and, and something you look forward to do the next day. Yeah. That is nice. Um, I, I say this almost all the time, but like they say, any day above ground is a good day so like just being alive and waking up to another day to try again so that's, that's always nice um the other last question is who would you like to see on my podcast and you're gonna help me find that person so we can host him on the ugandan boy talk show who would i want to be called uh, to appear on the talk show yeah I and you're gonna help me to... find them huh? <laughs> oh number gray i can't i can't i can't talk with number gray the other would be Nobat Lukwai. Okay. I want Nobat Lukwai to appear on your, on your talk show. I definitely want him to appear on your talk show. Is that the guy who told you about Anchor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you're going to help us find Nobat and we host him here and we can hear his story and maybe he can tell us about his journey too. So, yeah, Vicky, thank you very much for being on my podcast and um i had i had fun i had fun listening to your story and laughing and i'm glad you were laughing too so it's always nice thank you for the work that you do as well inviting people and you know their stories thank thank thanks a lot it's, you know it, some of us it motivates our day mm -hmm. <laughs> so thanks a lot for those yeah All it right. does it does All right, thank and, you Vicky. Um, mm -hmm. Welcome. And also, i sorry to hear about your accident, but I'm happy that you're also doing fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it must have been a rough experience, but good to know that you're back. Mm -hmm. and, you're, and you're alive, you know. It was bad. I didn't want to talk about it. That's why most people didn't hear it about, didn't hear about it till like after two months of it. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm alive now. All right. See you. Uh, all right, see you. Thank you for hosting me. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. Hey there, I am Bonnie Kibuka, the host of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Thanks for watching my video and don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend. Tune in every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time for a new episode about my podcast. And for more information about this podcast, follow me on my Instagram page, talk underscore show underscore 256.